0: Hey, hey, hey. Welcome, welcome, everyone, to the No Like Trust podcast, livecast. I am your host, Christine George, and I'm also the co-founder of Post and Beam Creative. We are here on the Post and Beam Creative Facebook business page. So um, if you are joining us for the live cast, I would love for you to say hello. Tell us where you're joining us from. Um, I am joined today by two powerhouse women. I'm talking... Powerhouse in Deborah's words fierce lionesses wait is that did I do that right? anyway yes I am here with Deborah <laughs> Trapin and Sarah Sudachan and um these women I'm so super excited to have on our show today because we are going to talk about woman up and the woman up initiative that um was created outside of inside of the California Association of Realtors quick intro. Sarah Sudachan is the Vice President of Strategy and Engagement for the California Association of Realtors. And I have to say, Sarah, when I was with Melanie at the Turn On event, she Mm -hmm. gave me this, like, list of things that you are um, involved in that you oversee at the California Association of Realtors. I don't think people really understand how much you do because they know you as woman up. Like, you are an amazing Leader, and I loved watching you at the Fair Housing uh, Conference the other day too. So, welcome, Sarah.
1: Thank you, Ma. Thank you. Yes, I'm so excited to be here.
0: Um, and then I we also have coming back to the show my friend and mentor, Deborah Trapin. Um, Deborah is an executive, an intuitive consultant, and she truly is. Um, she's a Women Initiatives creator and a community builder, author, podcaster, and a dynamic sought-after speaker at DebraTrapin.com. She and Sarah are the co-creators of the Women Up initiative, and uh, Deborah is actually the executive consultant and chief strategist there. So these are the brains behind the initiative. Um, it's been going on for more than seven years, and I'm super excited to be talking about it on our podcast Um, you women do so much for the community and you're always out there shining a light on everyone else. So I'm just excited to be here, being the one to shine a light on you both and the initiative.
2: Thank you. That was a lot. I'm going to shut up now. Talk. Oh no, that was beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. That that was a lovely (laughs) intro. And it is fun to to be on the other side of the mic. So bring it.
1: Bring it, Yeah, for sure. We're usually asking the questions. Ask away, Christine. I know you
0: you are. I know. I love it. Um, Okay, so I'm going to start with you, Sarah. Um, So, I mean, so many of us know about the Women Up Initiative, but then I still believe there are so many women and people out there who don't know about it. Can you kind of take a step back, give us some context for how it started and why it started?
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, the, that long list of initiatives that I oversee uh, is part of that story. It's the part of the origin story. One of the things I oversee at the California Association of Realtors is our industry and broker relations. So I was tasked long time ago with meeting and creating relationships with the California brokerage community. And I went on a road show with my boss, uh, Joel Singer at the time, and and Leslie Appleton Young, who is also one of our co-creators and just co-conspirator, mentor, friend. We love Leslie. And so I wanted to give her a shout out at that moment. But so we went across the state and um, met with brokerages, met with the broker leaders. And um, one of those meetings, it was just me and Joel. And I was the only woman. And it was, you know, this leading up to this, it was really hard to find women in the brokerage in those seats, in those leadership seats. And I um, I found it very confusing because, you know, I'm the data geek. I looked at data. We know that the industry is majority female, uh, 60 to 70 percent, depending on what year, what what stat you look at. And I. Um, just thought it was really odd and and that that one meeting in particular really upset me. <laughs> and so I brought that that feedback back to my boss Leslie at the time and and I was just really upset and and kind of like slamming my like hands on the on the desk saying what is wrong? Why is it so hard to find women? And she just said let's do something about it. And yeah. at the time, you know, we both Leslie and I uh, work with very closely with our strategic planning efforts, um, for the association. So we brought that idea to our strategic planning group. They soaked it up. They loved it and they were like, yes, yes, yes. And our board got behind it. We didn't even know at the time. I didn't know Deborah at the time, actually. This was in, uh, early mid, mid 2016. And, We didn't even have an idea. We just wanted to put together something that would support women, professional development. We wanted a community of support. We wanted mentorship. We wanted to um, support women to take the next steps in their careers. And um, in that, and the board approved it, and then in our planning, like, like immediately the board approved it. And we're like, okay, now what, what do we do? And, uh, one of my colleagues introduced me to Deborah, and that was, um, we just had the first call. It was whiteboard. We had whiteboard. She was in Seattle. I was in, um, LA and, uh, we just did a phone call, but we were like in our offices, like It just, it was a match made in heaven. Um, And yeah, so I'll let Deborah chime in there. But yeah, it was really, um, that was in the fall of 2016. And our first event was in 2017. Mm.
0: So progressive for um, a real estate association to bring this to the table and make it come to life. It's, It's so hard to have an idea like that Come to life. So I applaud you and Leslie for that. I mean, that's just
1: well, you know, awesome. it, takes, it takes a village, right? And and there were so many women on the board on the strategic planning group that were just really passionate about it. Wanted to do something about it, and and it was really rooted in the data and looking at it from a um, data perspective that there is a there is a disconnect between what we see and what the data actually looks like. And so we rooted in, it was a data-driven decision by the association. It was hard to argue with (laughs) when you look at the percentage of women who are realtors, yet the percentage of women who ran brokerage firms were very, very few and far between. And if we looked at the top brokerages in California, I, I actually counted on my fingers how oh, many of the top hundred were run by women? And it was 14. It was 14. Wow. And, and it how's was. that changed? Do you know what that data is now? Has it gone so, from 14 to what? It's 25% now um, and or 26% wow. depending. And I actually had a relationship with um, a, a friendship with Steve Murray. And I yep. called him up and I said, Steve. Tell me what's going on. And at the time, it was you know for the top five hundred brokerages across across the country. Back then, it was twenty five percent. Now, what what Steve did, what we did at, at at CAR and across the country with the Woman Up Movement was we changed the conversation. Right. So Steve, <laughs> instead of saying, "Well, we you know really really define the top." As the one that's the CEO, and so he really what he did was expanded his purview, and it's awesome. could be the CSO or the you know president yeah. or you know you he wanted to expand his reach. And looking at it now, it's 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 moved. We've moved the needle a little bit, and I know we're going to talk about that, uh, but not enough. And we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I, I'd love for Deborah to fill in any blanks that I may have missed in that origin story. No, I thought you, I thought that was excellent. I mean, I think
2: it's it's the, the thing that I want to s- speak into anyone who is watching a slide or listening to the replay is, you know, all of these dots were connected. All of these red threads were were connected because women were in a leadership position. Mm. Woman Up wouldn't exist if Sarah and Leslie weren't in their roles, the, the the women who were on the board and the men sitting next to them who believed in it the relationship that i had with a client who had a relationship with a car employee like all of those all of those women locking arms and stepping into the leadership is what brought it to life it's not that we were the first people to go we need a women's initiative i mean there's plenty of women's initiatives out there it's simply it was the right place the right time with the right people in the in the right seats and that's what makes it so important for us to continue mm-hmm every day doing this work is to inspire more women to fill more seats, to connect more dots so that there are more of these across the country.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, starting with you, you did something Sarah that I think um, many women are afraid to do, which is you, you saw an issue and you spoke up. And I think that's where it started. You know, that's where it starts. And I think so many women are afraid um, to use their voice. They're afraid to ask the question. They're afraid to speak up because they feel like they're going to be put down or rejected. Or you know, um, it, it's it is a it, it's a um, it's a real fear. And I think it takes courage. And so I think you set a real example.
1: Well, yes, and it does take courage for sure. But I also want to give credit. Where credit is due. I had an amazing culture, right? We led by Joel Singer, our CEO of CAR for so many years. He's now retired, but he created a space where he pushed us to be innovative. He pushed us to, to bring new ideas. And I had a boss, Leslie Appleton Young, who had an open door. She had it. Uh, she created an environment where I could come and air my frustration freely, as many expletives as I wanted. I mean, (laughs) that was the culture and they both created that. And it really was that I, I, they brought me up in this industry. I really um, owe a lot to both of them. And um, yeah, it would, it, you have to, and it goes back to, you know, some of the themes we'll be talking about Um, in our community, in the woman up community. And it goes back to the leadership style, right? You have to create a space where people can come to you. It's a collaborative space where people can come to you, even if you're wrong. And we are all wrong, right? We have all been wrong in our leadership. It's about creating the space to understand what I could do to learn and be better.
0: Yeah, that's right. Well said. Well said. Deborah. I want to go back to something you said, which was, you know, it happened to be at the right time in the right place with the right people in the right seats. Why Why is this initiative so important right now? Like, why was the
2: timing right? Mm. I think for a, a lot of reasons. <laughs> I think I, what I would start with is saying that since its inception, we've seen more w- women rise up. And into their potential and then move the needle of their potential even farther and farther and farther. We've had women who were in the audience in year one that opened brokerages. We had the same in year two, in year three, in year four, in year five, in year six. You know, we're going into seven and we're we're looking forward to that. Who's gonna have their woman up moment? Because there is There are, there are multiple moments every year because there's someone on stage that planted a seed at some point. And that stage doesn't necessarily need to be the in person at the conference or at the retreat. It's every week at two o'clock on, you know, inside the woman up community, we get together and that became more important. And we're continuing to honor that togetherness because after, after the pandemic, after we realized that women were so incredibly impacted in during that time, they had to le- leave their leadership roles. They had to shift what they were doing. Um, we also are now seeing them rise stronger than ever. We're seeing them open their own businesses. We're seeing them stand up for what it is that they want. And, and we really, truly believe that Uh, In the real estate space with the women and men who have come through our doors over the years, we're part of that because they walked Mm -hmm. in and said, oh, my God, I can be the change I seek. I can tell my story on a stage. My time is worthy. And so these women come back year after year because they know that that not only are they going to build their confidence a little bit more and a little bit more every year, but they're also honing their talents, their skills. They're filling their soul tank. Their cups are overflowing when they leave because they're there to not only share their story, but they're there to soak in that knowledge. And, and we, you know, in 2018, one of the most beautiful things that we did uh, that year was create the share your story initiative, because there are so many women who don't realize that they have a story don't know where to tell that story and, and maybe kind of start to plant seeds of bitterness because no one ever asks them to tell their story. Right. So they go to the conferences and I'm like, why not me? Why is she on stage? And, and so we (coughs) wanted, we wanted to flip that conversation. You know, we wanted to offer her a place where she could share her story. And we've shared, I think we're over 600 stories that now that we've shared inside the woman up community. I mean, It's insane to think that 600 of these, you know, I would say maybe 10% told their story before they walked in the doors. So over 500 women found a space where they could tell their story. And I think that's what makes it so important now and uh, in every moment between now and when this, you know, when we float into the next season of Woman Up, whatever that might look like, right? Yeah. Yeah but
1: also oh, it's, it's just to add on to that if i if i may in addition to you know not being not being asked not feeling like you ask you're being asked to speak i think we as, as women are innately you know averse to that right like we we wait to be asked we yes. um need that extra bump and we've actually <laughs> We've had women who have shared their story on our Share Your Story initiative where and we come to them and say, Would you like to share your story on stage? And their immediate knee-jerk is like, no, no, I don't want to do that. It's not everyone, but it is a, a natural instinct for women. And I think what's so beautiful about the woman up community and the woman up stage and the woman up um movement is that we we've created a space that allows them. It's a safe space, right? It allows them to share their story to a welcoming audience mm-hmm. and a supportive audience. And that's a beautiful thing. And that, you know, perpetuates and that grows.
0: It does. And it, that makes it, that's a big difference. I want to actually read a quote that I'm reading. Um, <clears throat> I'm a little embarrassed to say I'm reading Joanna Gaines' book. Why you know are you Joanna embarrassed? Gaines? I love
1: Joanna Gaines. <laughs> Do you? Okay. <laughs>
0: are like she's awesome like I love her her story's amazing and I, I just want to read a quote from her book that really it speaks to this um she says the truth vulnerability and courage can make even the most everyday ordinary life tell an extraordinary story and I think that's what you're talking about or <clears throat> when you um w- when women feel the need to be asked to tell their story because we don't feel like our story is extraordinary. Mm. Right. And it takes, it takes vulnerability to get up there on stage and tell your story um, Mm -hmm. because it's your story. You don't think it's special. And yet it really is. And so I think um, that part of the initiative in, in the share, the whole share your story Concept is just so important and it just does exactly like what you're saying, Sarah, which is just it feeds itself and it grows and it makes women more confident. Um, you know, it's just it's building that inner strength. It's 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 really beautiful.
2: That's so good. Well, you know, right. we actually um have you if you haven't yet, I encourage you to read the, the book Women Don't Ask. Linda Babcock is one of the authors of it and yeah, I think that there is the element where we don't believe necessarily that our story is worthy of sharing or, or that it's like my story isn't extraordinary. So why would anybody want to listen to it? There's also yeah. the fact that we've been taught to wait to ask, you know, raise your yeah. hand in class, wait for the boy yeah. to ask you to the dance or the girl to ask you to the dance. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait to be asked to get married. Wait, wait wait, wait, wait to be asked. And so we're unlearning this. So we have to shake off that shame. And books like this, books like Joanna Gaines, right? Quotes like yeah. that, books like Women Don't Ask, they help us see what, we, what we've been not seeing but living and give us ways mm-hmm. to unlearn it. Women Don't Ask is yes. a great example. Um, Cassandra Speaks, by Elizabeth Lesser is also in a great book. It just reminds us to step up and into our voice and we get to be the place that is a platform that helps them do that and take that next step, like use the voice, which is so exciting. It's
0: it's super exciting. So let's talk about that place, right? Um, Which is the conference. Yes. Because it's coming up in like six weeks. It is. Yes, correct. I have gotten to be a part of it. I don't know. This, this is, this will be my fifth year. I think actually 2019 was the first time I came. Um, And it's been life changing for me. It's, it it truly has because um, I I feel like all of this we know inside and when somebody tells us it's okay um, it's, it can be life changing. So tell us a little bit about the conference um give us the logistics so that people know how to how to register how to buy tickets
1: like
0: <laughs> i'm just let's talk about it
2: <laughs> okay well l- let me kick this one off so let's talk about who it's for so we we over the years have really marinated on this question and so we have three three groups of people that we Love, serve, and welcome into the community. The first is the women who are currently brokerage owners, leaders, their executives. These are the women who have been the only's at the table for many, many years. They're looking for their peer group. They're looking for the, the friendships that they can build where they can rant and rave, right? And so that's really the first group. The second group are the women who are. Maybe haven't even realized it yet, but they are on that path to leadership. They're thinking about it, but they're thinking, can I do that too? Like, I'm already doing these three things. What does that look like for me? And so they're looking for mentors. They're looking for the stories. They're looking for the wise sages who can uh, maybe give them permission to step into it. Maybe, uh, you know, just be that voice that's going to give them that confidence to step up and into sharing their story. We have heard those stories so many times, the mentor mentees inside the community, they serve one another, right? They serve each other in, in very different ways. And then the third group is any human being that sees these women that wants to support these women and encourage them and mentor them and hire them and highlight them and all of those things. And that's, that's where the men come into the the room. That's where the business partners come into the room. And it is a safe space for all of us. However, our content is built for those two groups, first group first two groups right the the women the women who are in leadership or stepping into it and the reason that's so important is cuz it's one of the things that makes us so different we highlight women only on our stage now we we do love our men in leadership at car so when they are when there are men in the leadership roles they definitely play a role in this because we want to honor them as well but our stories, our conversations, our mic drop moments, our keynotes are for women. We want them to come to the conference and have that space. And so this year, the event that we're creating, the retreat that we're creating, um, again, by women for all, which makes us very different, right? Most events are hosted by men. Um, so we, one of the things that makes it different is we don't require people to get an invitation to attend. It's open to everyone. If you, if this calls to you, if being in a room talking about collaboration and connection and building the best badass business that you can, and finding the finding your tribe and finding your community, this is a place. We don't require that. Um, we also really build the content around the community. So once you get planted inside the community, you actually are voting on the topics that we're going to talk about. In e- each year, and so at the conference this year, we're doing it a little different. I, I said retreat. I'm going to say retreat again uh, because it's not a typical conference. It's much more collaborative. We we're ditching the panels. There will be no four, five, six people on stage at the same time. Uh, we have a couple of conversations where we've got some mothers and daughters. Uh, we've got a, a couple of, or one conversation where we have some of our sages coming together to talk about aging and like just really beautiful conversations, but no panels, no Q&A's, if you will. Uh, we're going to be talking about things like uncovering business in a changing market. How do we thrive in turbulent times? Uh, we have a woman coming who has survived a plane crash and who is going to talk to us about not waiting for a plane crash or a pandemic. To redesign our lives, we have a woman coming who, uh, our closing keynote. I'm not even going to tell you who it is, but she's hilarious. She's a one woman show, she does, she has a a one woman play, she's bringing some of that to us. Uh, So it's going to be different. And and the collaboration part comes in with, with we've got these things that were, um, they're called wisdom talks. It's three women, three perspectives on this one topic, and they have 300 seconds to inspire us. After each one of them goes, we're actually going to break out into the room, into circles at our tables and actually implement that wisdom into our business plans, into our lives. And awesome. so that we're not leaving the room with a book full of notes going, I can't wait to do all of that stuff. And then we get on the plane and we get off the plane and we're in the tech, It's done. Right. It stays inside the notebook. We actually want to get it into the business plan. So it's a place where you can come and be inspired and meet new people, meet new connections, build deeper connections with ones you've already got. And let me just tell you, it's $7.99 or $8.99, depending on, you know, if you're a member of CAR, if you've been to a conference. And that includes two social events, two breakfasts, two lunches, a, a group experience. Right now, the current group experience that we're filling up is the wine tasting with Alicia and Angel, uh, um, Angelina Mandavi. So the Mandavi sisters yeah. are coming, uh, and it's going to be a different tasting this year. They're bringing not only their brands, but they're bringing some of the brands that they've invested in that uh, Alicia told us about last year. And so we're we're hoping to have a. Canned brand there, uh French rosé. And so we're going to have fun and rosé all day in the afternoon at the end of the conference. So <laughs> you get the idea that, that it's different. It's a different environment. Yeah. And yet you, you fill your personal soul tank and you fill your cup as far as business and connecting and dancing yes. and beach and uh, all the things. Sarah, what did I leave out? Yoga.
1: Yoga. yoga, don't forget the yoga. Yoga, stuff. yes. <laughs> that Pam Blair is bringing back her yoga every morning. So, um, you covered it all, Deborah. I think the only thing it, you know, it's it's different. It's relationship building. We listened to uh, our conference attendees from last year, and we designed this year's event based on their feedback. So we are listening. We want to hear all of the things that they want, are our people, our attendees. And that's what we put into this conference. So it's really a collaborative effort from past attendees. So that, and, and it's so special. It's, it's a vibe. It's totally yeah. a vibe. <laughs> and it's a business write-off too, because it is filling your professional development cup. So yes, that's good. Yes, we didn't say it's June
2: 13th and 14th.
1: Oh, yes, Uh, we do our
2: We do kind of our welcome reception meet and mingle with leadership on the 12th. So we've got all of our speakers, our wave makers, our sponsors uh, and attendees come together on Monday night and then they all go out into wave maker dinners. So our wave makers, our influencer program, they they already have, I think, a dozen dinners organized for the conference. And so it's such a fun way. If you're an extrovert and you're like, I need more friends. Like it's a great place to go and find new people. If you're an introvert and you're like, Oh my God, I know no one. It's a wonderful place to start because they're tables of six. It's not overwhelming. It's a great way to kind of find your, your squad for the conference. Um, so people are arriving on the 12th, the 13th and 14th are packed with content and beach time uh we uh, as a retreat there is a pocket of time every um every afternoon that is for fun so if you don't want if you don't want a wine taste you don't want to do an art walk you want to hang out on the beach there's plenty of time for that uh and so yeah that's that's it they can find
1: everything out on iamwomanup.com there's also yeah. something you you something you said maybe you remember we have an introverts lounge Yes. And this was something we hosted in 2019 with Molly McKinley, who you, you all know, hopefully. Yes. Um, And she is going to be uh, leading some uh, tea time and introverts time where it's in the library at the Seabird Hotel. Yes. So it's, it's gonna be a really cool space. So there's going to be awesome, awesome opportunities so, to... Wait, where is it? It's... Oh! Thank you for asking. It's at the Seabird Hotel in Oceanside, California, which is a little bit outside of San Diego. Yeah, for those gorgeous, gorgeous. awesome. Yes, I think it's important
0: to note too. You you don't have to be a a member of the California Association of Realtors to attend. I mean, this. um, Yeah, this initiative is so powerful that it really really has extended beyond. and there's quite a few few of us from the east coast the northwest um, oh, i think yeah. even um my friend lisa Eskew from te- texas is coming this year so it's um it's a great uh integration of people from all over the country um i love how we're shifting the narrative of the me- the men's part in all of this mm-hmm. too you you talked about it earlier deborah i I feel like growing up in business, you know, it was, um, sort of taboo to have a woman's only, uh, initiative or group because the men just, you know, sort of rebelled against that. And, and
2: <laughs> of course you know, they do, because there's a, there's a power that women have when they come together gender. and we are finally in a generation where men are like, that power is awesome. Right. Well, I also
1: well, it's think damn sexy. Right. It's, it's, <laughs> absolutely, I love that. But <laughs> it's also it's not a zero sum, right? And I think right. if you look at the data, if you look at you know companies that have gender equity on their boards, they perform better. When you have yes. a diversity of thought and and folks on in the rooms that where where decisions are made the research and the performance is clear. And I think that also speaks to the men who have maybe pushed back in the past or, or this new generation, it isn't a zero sum. It's actually, it's the, the sum of us is better for it. So, yes. so good.
2: well, you know, and, and Christine, you said something earlier that, that triggered something in my mind about the, the, um, about kind of the naysayers and you're kind of wrapping it up here too. And so I, I do want to speak to that because we do get that. We get, we get the hate mail. I mean, like, when is the man up conference? We hear that every year. Uh, You know, Leslie (laughs) Ableton Young actually spoke to that the first year of the conference in 2017, when she said, I've been going to man up conferences my whole life. (laughs) Right. And and so I, I think that there is, we do deal with that inside. However, what makes it easier to deal with that when we go back out into our lives after the conference is that we know we're not alone. And yeah. the conference theme this year is Together We. So that we're leaving the space and remembering that it's a we, not me, yes, but it's also a we. And so when yeah. we realize that we aren't doing it alone, that when we do have those frustrating moments, um, when the the men and women, it's not only men who fight against women up, um, there are there are women out there who are dad's daughters. I don't know if anybody's read or listened to Heroine's Journey, but it is so good. It is life-changing. I mean, it shifted my attitude on a few people in my world, that's for sure. But when we are raised um, in an environment and we have a deep relationship with our dads, uh, that can help what we're kind of fighting against it for women, right? Like, I don't need that. I didn't grow up like that. And so we have all of those conversations, in this room yep. which is why it yep. is so different. We talk from ev- everything from marketing, thank you Christine to menopause, thank you Christine. Right? I mean, we <laughs> talked
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean,
2: we've talked about it all. We talk about, you know, we we tackle and then we talk about cancer and we're like everybody get your boobs checked. Like these are things that are important that yeah. most stages do- have shunned but we're like bring it bring it on well Let and that's it. that's just the thing right it's like <clears throat> that that is the one speaking
0: of menopause <clears throat> that is the one thing that I <clears throat> excuse me love <clears throat> excuse me about aging is that for the first time in my life I don't give a shit if you want to com- compartmentalize your life mine <laughs> is integrated it's all together and I am I am not sorry about it. And <laughs> it means right. Sorry. Like it, not sorry. Right. It's like getting it. the boots checked, picking up the kids from school, um, m- making dinner, writing a proposal, having a meeting, doing a podcast, walking the dog, whatever it is. You know, it's it's the same life, it's the same human in yes. various different roles, and <laughs> that is real.
2: It is so real. Well, you know, Leslie in her role as she, when she retired from CAR, she did not retire from Woman Up. And so (laughs) she still hosts this the show, her uh, um, Coffee and Conversations with Leslie. And they just had a great conversation. It will be in the replay loop soon. uh, But they talked about This Chair Rocks. That And it's all around ageism. And then there, Leslie actually sent Sarah and I an email or a text this morning saying, oh, my gosh, have you listened to Julia Louis-Dreyfus's new podcast? Which, of course, we haven't. I hadn't. I don't think Sarah had either. Mm-hmm. But I think that this is a trend that we're seeing. We're seeing the sages, the mages, the mavens. We're seeing we're leaning into them. We're not shoving them into a corner. We're like, we want to hear from you. And we, we, we need to hear from you. Like the desperation of the word need is real. When we're talking like, why aren't we talking about perimenopause? Why aren't we talking about menopause? Why aren't we talking about why it's why I'm still getting called honey by my male CEO and how do I deal with it? Right? Like we need a place to have those confrontational kind of conversations and why not here? Right. And then, and then yep. that's spinning out and that, that energy is going out. And now we have all of these great podcasts and books. So um, please join the community. If you haven't yet, if, if you're at all leaning yeah. into this going, I want to be at this table, like our table is all inclusive. It is ever expanding. We, uh, we would love to have you pull up a chair and share what you're reading, what's on your mind, like, bring it, bring it to us. Please. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: If I, if I may add to that too, it's not all menopause, right? It's a tr- truly it's not all about the menopause. It <laughs> is truly about yes. business, and we weave that in because, of course, <clears throat> that is a part of our everyday lives, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I did want to I, I I did want to talk about the skills that we've uncovered through our interviews and what comes out on our stage through that leadership lens, right? We see that. The the skills that we've uncovered covered in our six hundred plus interviews, and how this le- is changing the narrative of leadership, and that's the that's for me like the most beautiful thing because if we can all be better leaders, I, we can walk away from that with tangible yes. advice for leading our teams, for leading our families, for leading our real estate businesses, right? Yes. And so, resiliency is one of them. We we've had. Uh, key themes, red threads throughout all of these six hundred. I'm taking Deborah's term, all of these six hundred interviews. It's resiliency. It's the the need and 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 absolute. It, it's imperative to have emotional intelligence as a leader yes. in today's world, post pandemic yes. for sure. Um, collaborative, right? You need to be a collaborative. There's no you. No unilateral decision that is pushed down on your team that ends well, right? I mean, a collaborative leader is a good leader. Creativity, making sure that uh, we're creative in how we go out in our markets, how we market ourselves. And Christine, you can, you can eat this one up, uh, given your background and empowering our people, empowering our people. Leslie did this years ago for me to empower myself to to use my voice in those conversations. And then communication, if we don't have communication, we're dead, right? Like it's don't mean to be so, so, um, so serious about it, but it is really effective communication that makes us all better. So anyway, I just wanted to say that it is about menopause, but it's also about The leadership and the business decisions and the space to learn from each other. And that's what I think that's the beauty and, and the beauty of why Leslie is so involved, why we have all these, um, mavens, as Deborah, as Deborah mentioned, because there's so much wisdom that they can share and, and, and share it with all of us. We can learn from, from our older generations. And we are also teaching right? Yes. Yeah. I'm teaching my 12 year olds. I'm teaching my younger staff. Like I'm trying to, to, to continue on that legacy that Leslie left for me, for the next generation coming up behind me.
2: That's so good. That's such a great reminder.
0: So so beautiful. And I think, you know, leadership is, and this really speaks to the emotional intelligence piece that you talked about, like leadership is, um, It's understanding your people as whole heart, you know, whole people, you know, it's having that holistic approach instead of, like you said, that unilateral like Mm. dictatorship, you know, I mean, that that holistic approach is going to get you a higher performer at the end of the day. I, I truly believe that.
2: Well, and I, I think no. that that to, to kind of wrap that in a bow, I think that it, what we're starting to see at, at, in the woman up community and in the business world at large is that women are no longer having to leave part of them behind. And that's why we can talk about A to Z in the room because we're no longer having to say, um, we can't we can tell people that we love to cook now. Because it doesn't make us look like we're we want to be in the fifties. Like there were um, yeah. nice girls don't get the corner office. That book, man, that that messed with my head for many years. You know, like this the, those ideas because they were they're old ideas. Like we're planting mm-hmm. new ideas that women can bring all of them themselves to the table. And Sarah's twelve year old is learning that she's learning that she doesn't have to compartmentalize who she is. But but mm-hmm. remember in order to lead that way, we have to be that way. We yes. have to embrace that. Yeah. And that's part of what we do in the room. And when we are having those um, non-business, when we're having those life conversations, the men in the room are soaking it up even more than the women. Do not be mistaken here. It is amazing. <laughs> oh God, the I had no that- idea. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We've had guys go, I had yeah. no idea women had all of those thoughts while walking to their car. We're like, oh yeah, like that and like a million more. Yeah. I mean, I've
0: had that conversation with my own husband about confidence and, you know, all of it. And he's, he was shocked. I mean, it's, it's amazing. And as you teach Jules, right. And by example,
1: we have to teach our sons too. I am a boy. Mom I was just about to say that, Christine, I have a 15 year old you know, boy and I know you, how old is your son? He's 11. Yeah. He's but 11. Yeah, They need to see these lessons equally if not more. Yes.
0: If not more because they're going to experience these women bringing everything to the table and I want <laughs> my son to see that that's normal. Like I don't want him to have to learn, you know, unlearn something and learn that. I want him that's right. to experience that as that is the way it is. Yes. You know, and you
2: are out loud
0: <sighs> every day. Every, every day, right? <laughs> it's every yeah. day. It's the hardest job. Um, Okay, so Carrie has actually put Iamwomanup.com in the chat. Um, So people need to go to Iamwomanup.com to register $899 if you have never been or you are not um, a California Association Realtors member, $799 if you are. Um, What that includes is an enormous amount. I mean, I've been going to real estate conferences for so many years, and that is a bargain.
2: Yeah, yeah we did the research. Yeah, we get. we definitely <laughs> did the research. You know, I mean in years past the the tickets have been less, but the, in years past life was different. You know, last year mm-hmm. we were able to do to provide 2019 pricing because the hotel we were at kept extending our
1: pre-pandemic
2: pricing. They were supposed to be at that hotel
1: in 2020. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and so I I think that um, you're absolutely right. And I appreciate you saying that because when we look at the leadership events that happen in the industry, again, that are all hosted by male owned companies and, and it has that vibe, right? Uh, which is fine. There's a place for that. However, we are the one that is open to all. You don't need an invitation and we're less than a thousand bucks to attend. And that includes lots of food and lots of fun and drinks and wine and yoga and pool time. It's a lot. I mean, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Sign up. It's a treat. It's a lot. It's a treat.
2: It's a treat. All
0: caps. It is a retreat. Um, all right. So, um, I'm going to sort of wrap this up a little bit. I want to know, after all of this amazing energy, and we're talking about the retreat. How is this going? What does the data say? We spoke a little bit about it, Sarah, in the beginning. How, how is? What's you- the future of Woman Up?
1: Oh goodness. Well, so I, I've always said this, and I'll say it again. I mean, the future is in hopes that we have gender parity and we don't need a, a woman up initiative, right? That it's, this is infused into every conference we go to and Actually, kudos to Brad Inman and the Inman crew for seeing that and infusing woman up into every single yes. of their Inman conferences since we, um since it's essentially since our inception, they saw us, they heard us. We were in California in 2017 and by, and it was June 8th, 2017, by June 9th, it was a national movement. <laughs> We changed the conversation and uh, Brad invited a woman up to, to have a track at Inman, New York, 2018, and we've been there ever since. So the idea is we shift the, the future looks like we shift into these are conversations and there's sacred space for these conversations to happen everywhere. Not at a women's conference, right? Yes. And not on
2: women only panels.
1: That's like right. Women
2: are infused in every panel in
1: at every table. Women and, and diverse voices, right? It's yes. women, women of color, people of color, all of it. Um, regardless of background. It should not look vanilla, the same people on the stage all the time. So I think that's really um that would be my goal in life. <laughs> I do it in my own department. <laughs> <laughs> like, they already know like, okay, so we have a panel discussion, who do you know, you know, so yeah, my team already already kind of does that the California Association of Realtors, my colleagues do it too. Because again, they're listening their people are paying yeah. attention to this. And it's 2023. Yeah. It's a different conversation. We have to be we have to have a diversity of thought and voices everywhere.
2: Everywhere. And women can be part of that change, right? We vote with our wallet. And we know that women command a very, very high percentage of the home wallet. And so when you're looking at conferences to attend, when you're looking at books to buy or places to go, look to the top. Are they is there parity? Is there equity? Do they are they yes. inclusive? And if they're not, there is an organization out there that is. And so we we have a powerful vote with our wallet. So I encourage you all to do that. Sure. And again, share your story with us. When you go to iamwomanup.com to buy your retreat ticket, also check under get involved. And there's a place for you to share your story. We'd love to get connected to you. We have lots of ways to share it on the blog, on the show, on our stages. Sarah mentioned Inman we do the both Inmans we ha- have a track at reimagine we're always present uh, in some way shape or form at NAR and then our sponsor partners invite us to their events so there's so many ways for us to get in, t- in connected and to get you plugged in so please 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 don't wait iamwomanup.com
0: what are you waiting for what are you waiting for do it do it do it do it um, okay i want i would like my last second to last question i would like both of you to answer this um in the 7 years you've been doing this up until this point, what has been your greatest reward?
1: Ooh. Well, I shared this on a panel recently, and so if I, I I'll go first, I guess, since I'm already talking. Um uh Claudia Diaz invited me to speak on a panel for a Women's Council here, a local chapter in the South Bay, Los Angeles. And I was asked that question, and I, you know, and I kind of talked about my our CEO at the time, Joel Singer. And I felt really bad. I felt guilty because I was like, he's chromogeny. He was like, he was very cranky and he was, he is, but I love him. And I, you know, he was a mentor. Um, And it was very hard to get <laughs> praise from Joel, like very hard. Like I probably got it twice in my entire career. <laughs> <laughs> But Joel sent us this beautiful letter saying how proud he, he sent one to me and he sent one to Leslie and how proud of us we were and how this really was life-changing for so many people. And that was awesome. Don't get me wrong. That was awesome. But it pales in comparison to the women that have come up to me to say, Mm -hmm. this has been life-changing. And um, I also shared a story. I was after Our second woman up, I was at Pitfire Pizza with my my family and my kids, and we're eating pizza. And there was a realtor who was at woman up there. And she came up to me and she's like, Sarah? And I I didn't know her. I really, I didn't. But she was like, I just came from woman up. Oh my gosh. And my kids saw her enthusiasm. And... Mm -hmm. It was just so beautiful and it almost embarrassed like I was embarrassed a little bit, but it was so sweet. (laughs) Like it was just so like she's like, that was so amazing. It was just, it was this just beautiful moment for my kids to see the impact I made doing the work I love.
2: So beautiful.
1: I know I'm gonna start crying. So I won't. (laughs)
0: That's gorgeous. I love it. That really is. Wow, that's
2: like full circle. That's all of it. Yeah. 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 Gorgeous. Love it. I love it so much. Um,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I, I think that we're, ours are similar, you know, I think over the years, like locking eyes with women in the room, getting the texts, the handwritten, I mean, I've gotten some beautiful multiple page handwritten notes over the years about women who have said, you know, like I, I made the change, I left the relationship, I left the brokerage, I started mine, like they're just pouring out their stories. And and the fact that we intentionally from the very start set an ever expanding inclusive table with intention and love, and, and now seeing the humans in the room rising up and into their next level of potential every single year is, is breathtaking. It's, it's, it is rewarding. It's breathtaking. And and it's, it's not us. It's this, uh, the opportunity to be able to create a platform for women to step up into their brave self and whatever that looks like for them in each season. And yeah, that's, that's a gift. It's a gift.
1: I'm going to cry again.
0: I know. So there's so many um, women in the chat here. Amita's here, and hi, Amita. We got a multiple hearts, and Joanne yeah. is here, and of course, Carrie is here. She said she's going to be in the introvert lounge. Rhonda is here. <laughs> Crystal is here, um, and everybody's just really feeling the energy. And so, if if you're listening to this on the podcast or watching the replay I think you can feel um, what the experience is like and so if you haven't registered and purchased your ticket do it now I want to see everybody there don't even like Mel Robbins Five-second rule, right? Like, just do it. one go. Before
2: you close us out, I, I we want to say thank you to Post and Beam for being Ooh. a sponsor for okay. your second year in a row. And for everybody who is seeing uh, the delicious designs of this year's retreat, oh, yeah. that is Carrie and Christine. And uh, I, I cannot okay.
0: take...
2: Sarah, you, like you, like, you were part of it. You were part of it. You were at the beginning
0: here. I'm a very important part. Yes. Carrie is the designer. Carrie is so good. She's so, so talented.
2: Good. Like it's I, so fun. It's so fun. The wheeze the meats, everything in yeah. between all of this delicious, um, oh, yeah. all the delicious visuals are posting, being creative and, on Wednesday during lunch, Carrie, Christine and Molly are going to be hosting a lunch and learn on how to plan and build up your own marketing plan. And so come and join us for that. That's included in the ticket. That's not extra. Uh, it's going to be so good. and how to plan your uh, how to put together a marketing plan was in the top 10 most voted on topics for the year. And so it's gonna be a room where we're gonna be able to collaborate.
0: Yes, so fun. So yes. super fun. Yes. I, I'm just I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Um, all right. So we always finish the no like trust podcast um by asking our guests to finish this sentence. No like trust is.
1: Ooh. So no like trust is blank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> collaboration. Yeah. Uh, I just, sorry. Of course we went at the same time. Did you say cooperation? Collaboration. Collaboration. Yeah. I I think in this
2: context, because I've answered this a couple of times (laughs) for the last couple of years, I think no light trust is listening to that soul whisper and becoming part of this community.
1: Ah, so good. Love it so good. Oh, oh,
0: I can't thank you both enough for being with us today. We are going to put all the information in the show notes. Hey. Um, hey. I'm going to make sure everybody who is out there is buying their ticket and getting their buns to Oceanside, California on <laughs> June 13th, 14th and 15th. I think 15th is a travel day. Um, I love you both. I just, I, just, yes. I adore you. I I'm inspired by you. I um, just appreciate you so much, and and for having inviting us to be part of the community. Um, Mm -hmm. I just, I I love it. I just, I love it. So, thank you. We love you too. I'm holding up a
2: mirror. We feel the same. We love you. Oh yeah. Thank you so much, Carrie.
0: (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. If you are watching the replay. Give us a like, um, give us a comment. If you're listening to the podcast, um, give us a five-star review. If you love it, please share it with your friends all for now. Everyone we will see you in Oceanside in June. Have a great day, everyone. Ciao.
1: See you soon. Bye-bye.